Hello and welcome to the Nature Unplugged podcast, where we are all about cultivating consciousness in the digital age. Let's get going. Unplugged podcast with me, your host Sebastian Sloven, and with me today is co-host Sonia Mohammed. Hey, everybody, good to be here. Mohammed, <laughs> do you like how I say that? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're back with another episode, and we're super pumped today. This is a big day. Well, it's almost a big day. <laughs> we are so close to the launch of our newest, our latest, most recent book. Experience Nature Unplugged, a guide to wellness in the digital age. So this episode is all about the book. So we're going to dive into uh, kind of why we wrote it, what's in it. Um, and why you should get a copy. Why you should get a copy. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I'm pumped. comes out, well, I'll let you do this. Okay, <laughs> yeah. you go, you go. Yeah, well, so some updates before we get going. Oh, updates. Yeah, which is, I would say, the biggest update is the release of our new book. I just uh, mentioned that. Yeah, Seb, if you if you remember back a few seconds, Seb was just talking about that. It launches on Monday, March 1st, 2021 in paperback, and it's going to be available on Amazon and uh, online bookstores nationwide. Um, the ebook will also be available shortly after that. And in addition to that humongous update, we also wanted to share that our philosophy and contract for wellness in the digital age, uh, which has only been available to our current clients, is now going to be on our website as a free resource, also beginning March 1st. Very exciting. That's cool. Yeah, and we'll talk more about that. Well, current clients, past clients is who who's had that. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's going to be a, an awesome resource for everyone now, which is exciting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds so excited. So uh, let's jump into it. I, I think it's helpful maybe to just recap for maybe new listeners a little bit about, you know, what we do and why we do it. So I wanted to kind of start there. So as a reminder, you know, basically since 2012, our mission at Nature Unplugged has been all about inspiring wellness in the digital age. And really the problem we're addressing is that we, generally speaking, as a you know society, are overconnected to technology and disconnected from nature and this negatively impacts our mental and physical health and contributes to higher instances of things like attention disorders, um, anxiety, depression, isolation, um, and the extreme end of things is suicide. And on the physical side, we are more sedentary than ever before, which leads to you know higher instances of obesity, hypertension, all sorts of things that come along with that, you know, poor sleep habits, um, and so really that's what we're what we're focused on. Focused on, and everything we do, everything we offer, this podcast included. The the aim really, the core of it is to address that problem and help us be you know more healthy and well in the digital age. And so we we have a we offer a variety of of things we do. You know, mainly we do one-on-one and family wellness coaching. We have uh, guided walks, guided in-person walks. We call them ENU walks. It stands for Experience Nature Unplugged. We do educational workshops. And 
when we're not in pandemic times, the occasional retreat to awesome nature places around uh, Southern California and abroad. Um, and the core of it really, you know, it's all about finding balance and setting boundaries with uh, the devices and screens in our life. And this is, it's really becoming an, a, you know, this is a life skill that we need to learn and develop. And, uh, you know, our aim is to help do that well. Yeah, I actually, it reminds me of, um, like, I think it was middle school when the teachers were like, you need to learn how to type because typing is an important life skill. I feel like that's, it's, it felt funny to me to think like of typing as an important life skill, but, and it may feel funny to think of this as an important life skill, but it really is. It is, it is. And I think, um, you know, we've talked about this a lot in past podcasts, but it's really important to, to recognize and understand what's going on behind our devices, uh, you know, if you've seen the movie, this or the documentary, The Social Dilemma, you'll understand what's going on. But it's it's really just a ton of money, a ton of resources going into keeping our attention uh, and having us coming back again and again to our apps and social media and our devices. And so, basically, technology is not neutral. There are a lot of people actively trying to get us on there, which is um, why we have to be so strong with our skills to um, mm-hmm. you know stay stay mindful of what we're doing really about using tech intentionally not having it use us exactly okay so that's a little bit about you know recap of you know what we do and I think it's also helpful to dive into you know why we do this work so let's let's dive in yeah let's dive in <laughs> head first let's okay go. we're gonna go way back when I was a small child uh, <laughs> I I grew up in, I was really fortunate to grow up in a little coastal town near San Diego called La Jolla. Grew up in and around the ocean most days uh, as a youngster. And I was fortunate to have parents that were beachgoers. And, you know, a lot of my early memories were around, surrounded around nature and getting out into the water. And my dad in particular was this really, he was this really incredible ocean swimmer. And a lot of my memories of him are in and around the ocean. And when I was six years old, he um, tragically took his own life. And for me, it was seemingly out of the blue, and it totally, you know, flipped my world upside down and changed my my family life and early life tremendously. And uh, that kind of that led to a, a a pretty tough time for me and my family, especially as I was as I got a little older and could more fully comprehend what suicide was, it weighed on me more and more, especially in my teenage years, it was really tough. But I think one thing that I had, which was a constant, uh, was nature. And if I could just get back into the water or get back uh, to the beach or even to a park, that was sort of like my place to, to find balance and recharge. And I think it really saved my life and got me through some of the toughest times um, as a youngster and as a teenager. And I always, after that, I always really, uh, experiencing that, I wanted to have, to do something uh, with nature in my work when I was older. Whether it was getting people out into nature or studying, you know, nature, the benefits of nature, it was really, really important. And I was also very passionate about mental health and uh, given my dad's situation um, and being preventative around that. So fast forward a little bit, in 2012, we started offering unique guided nature experiences around San Diego, and it was awesome. 
Um, and interestingly and coincidentally, that was around the same time that smartphones became widely available to us here in the United States. And actually, I think across the world, this is like the majority of people now had smartphones in 2012. And we started to see how, how much of an impact and how strong the pull was of screens with our, with our clients, especially with the younger ones, and how that was a barrier to, for many people to getting outside. Um, and we also saw it in ourselves, you know, uh, Sonia and I, uh, in our early relationship, really, um, I think we're negatively impacted by how much we were using technology. And we had a look at, you know, what we were doing. And that really inspired us to focus not just on the benefits of nature, but also the impact of technology and screen time. And, you know, we then shifted our focus, um, right, not just about getting people out into nature, but teaching people life skills to create balance and boundaries with technology and how to connect with nature in our daily lives, right? So it wasn't just about this kind of, you need like a few days out in nature and then you're going to be good, but how do you, how are you, how do you live well and balance in nature from day to day, right? So we started to dive deeper into the research around technology and uh, that became a big part of our work. And we, we over the course of the years of working with clients, doing our research and, you know, experimenting in our own, in our personal life, we came up with this, this method, which we call the ENU method, Experience Nature Unplugged Method. Um, and this is, we've been teaching this to our clients. And I think the idea, the core idea with this book is that that method is now available to, to everyone or this method, which is really exciting. We're pumped to to uh, be able to share it. So that's what we're gearing up for. Again, as soon as you said, March 1st, right around the corner is the launch date. Um, yeah, so that's a backstory about, but what, uh, you know, let's talk about some, like what, what do people get out of it? Um, Sonia, why don't you take that? Yeah, I think that's important, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, why read the book? Um, as Sebastian mentioned, this this is an emerging life skill that's quite needed, and I think a lot of us, as Sebastian shared, us included, you know, really could use some guidance, help figuring out what to do, how to manage this effectively so that we can live our lives in the way we want to. Um, and the idea being that when we do this work, it really helps us move from being, you know, isolated, sedentary, disengaged, uh, to more engaged and thriving and really wanting to get into that space. And so we look at sort of the highlights of what we'll get. I think, you know, the beginning is really about how to regain control of the tech and, and digital media in your life by setting healthy boundaries. And when we do that, we also open ourselves up to more outdoor time so we can find our way back outside and experience the the benefits of nature through unplugged time and outside. And uh, then we're also talk a lot about how we might counteract the impact of sedentary lifestyle through movement and exercise, um, especially if we can get that movement and stuff outside. And then, you know, we look at how do we connect with other people? So we want to reduce our isolation and loneliness through building community and connection. And those those are sort of the front end of the book. And then we move into some some deeper work where we talk about building a mindfulness practice in order to live more intentionally, how we can work on developing a growth mindset and learn to push the edges of our comfort zone, and also really taking a look at our core values and trying to make sure that we're living in alignment with them 
And uh, something that's near and dear to us is our capacity for leadership. How do we learn to lead well in this digital age? Um, and really thinking about you know the person we are as the leader we are and thinking of it that way. And the end of the book really caps with sort of engaged living, but how to reclaim a spirit of playfulness. That was a big challenge for me and reinsert creativity back into our daily lives and knowing that that's something that people of all ages really need to thrive today. Um, so as Sebastian mentioned, we've developed a, a five-step method um, called the Inu Method. And it's really about bringing that balance back, right? Becoming more fully engaged with life. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that because it really is the frame of the book. All right. So let's dive more deeply into uh, the Inu method and kind of the, the, as Sonia mentioned, that this is the structure of the book. Um, And again, this is based on, you know, all sorts of research and our work with clients and our individual experiences navigating uh, how to find balance, how to create health and wellness in the digital age. And so it starts with part one, which is called reframe. And basically this is like, first things first, we need to understand the challenges of living in the digital age. And that really um, is what we spoke about before, but it's really about understanding what's going on behind the scenes. Uh, You know, there are so many smart people and so many resources going into holding our attention on our devices and having a basic understanding of what's going on in the back end, basically the attention economy, and uh, having an understanding of that really helps us to know how to deal with that. Like, so basically we need to understand the problem or the challenges we're facing before we dive into the solutions. Yeah, and then that, in that first part, it's, it's helpful to think about like how is it showing up in, in our individual lives? And for me, it's it's when I've got five minutes of free time, I tend to fill it with my phone, you know, or even if I've got an hour of free time, I fill it with digital media. I look at the news, I watch a TV show, uh, because it's just, it's what's there, it's what's available, it's what's exciting. And, um, you know, it was developed in a way that was made so that when I have free time, I turn to that media or device. And it's not something that if I were really sitting down thoughtfully, I would always be choosing to do. Sometimes I do that, but, you know, I find myself walking around with my phone everywhere, you know, just almost like opening the fridge and then being like, why am I here? You know, it's that sort of feeling where I, you know, unlock my phone and I'm like, what am I even doing? I don't, there's nothing I need to do right now on my phone. It's like that feeling, understanding why that feeling is happening to us and why those habits have come to be. Right, exactly. And so part two is called reset. And so while it's important to understand the problem we're facing, the book really the majority of the book is really about stepping into the solutions. That's what this is all about. And we like to think of the reset phase as, as basically like hitting a big red reset button. Like, yeah. boom. Um, and this is all about becoming more intentional with our technology and bringing more nature into our lives. So this is where we talk about our four steps to reset process. We've kind of uh, have this like top four ways to get into it really quickly. And this helps to redefine our relationship with technology and nature. And by using boundaries to minimize our daily digital distractions, we open up space in our day to include more time in nature unplugged. So this is really, this is, I think, these are tangible, practical ways to create healthier boundaries with tech and get more nature time into our lives. Sonia, how about you take part three? 
Okay, part three, reconnect. So this is really looking at two of what we think are the biggest challenges of tech overuse. So an increasingly sedentary lifestyle and isolation, right? The more we are using technology and on screens, the more likely we are to be sort of sitting down for longer periods of times and, you know, alone by ourselves. And, you know, I, we should say, and we often do say, we're definitely not anti-technology. There are lots of really wonderful applications for technology. It allows us to do things like podcasts, share, you know, access to information really freely, you know, stay connected to people in ways we wouldn't otherwise be able to during things like a pandemic, like all those really great things. Um, and modern technology really does offer a lot of comfort and convenience. Um, but as a society, we are right moving less and more isolated and alone than any other time in our history, and we are not doing so great because of it physically and mentally. And so to address that, we focus on the importance of movement and how to bring more community and connection into our lives in this part of the book. And so the idea here and what we offer in this section are ways to reconnect with our bodies and with each other. Um, and again, all of this is really um, presented in a way that feels accessible. Um, none of it's meant to be really challenging. It's really um, sort of an offering a way to step into a lot of these, you know, changes or new ways of thinking and approaching life. Which brings us to part four, rewire. This is my favorite part. <laughs> it is? Well, yeah, I like a lot of different parts, but this I think is my favorite part. And so if you think about uh, reset and reconnect being kind of the tip of the iceberg, the, these are like the technical solutions, the quick mm -hmm. fixes, that kind of stuff. This section is all about doing a deeper dive. This is what we call this the more adaptive work. So this is like, I, I you know, I kind of think of this is like creating our inner force field to protect us from the attention economy mm -hmm. and from the pull mm -hmm. of our devices and things like that. Yeah. So this is when we dive into the, the, the importance and the power of mindfulness, of intentionality, of creating the right mindset around our relationship with technology and nature. And again, I think, Sonia, you spoke to this, but a really cool thing about this book is that, and this is some of the feedback we've got, is that you can kind of go as deep or as shallow as you want. You know, if you're just looking for a few quick fixes, you'll have, there's plenty of that. If you want to do a deeper dive, uh, there's the ability to do that too, or the option to do that too. So that's what that part four rewire is all about. Yeah, actually, recharge the final part. Oh, part the final five, part. Um, is is my, that your favorite it's part? It's my favorite part. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, it's actually, you know, a part that I struggle with a lot too, but it's um, this idea of, um, you know, moving from baseline, just like doing okay, getting things done, having an okay time, to really thriving and enjoying life and stepping into our, our full potential. And, uh, <laughs> We, we in this section talk a lot about play and creativity and the power and beauty of those things and how important they are for our lives and our well-being and it's it's a it's an area that I often shove to the side when I get like busy or feel like work's important or you know a hundred million things seem to take precedence over this part and when I do you know create the boundaries and find the space for this to have it in my life I really do feel better fuller more content um and so this part really resonates with me and it's things that I really enjoy. And there's a lot of um, fun little tips at the end of the section that offers, um, you know, offers ways to be more playful, to be more creative so that you don't have to come up with all those ideas yourself. Um, so that is the final part of the Enu method. Uh, and 
to help sort of bring it all together, one thing we should also mention is that the end of each chapter in this book, not just the parts, but each chapter, there are a variety of things that help you sort of put the information into action or into deeper learning, whether that's reflection, questions, or actual activities to to really, you know, take it from the page and put it into your life in a way that's meaningful to you. Um, and at the very end, we've got a couple appendices. Appendices? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Is that right? That's fancy. I think so. <laughs> okay. Um, and Appendixes. In, appendixes? Appendices? appendices? I don't know. Probably. Yeah, I don't know. I took a, a guess. Um one of the appendices is the the philosophy and contracts. Why don't we just say appendix one? Okay. Appendix two. Okay. Appendix one. Uh, appendix one is the uh, philosophy for wellness in the digital age, and appendix two is the contract, the e new contract. And these, you know, together are designed to help us really take everything that you know was offered in the book and make it yours. Make it. Um, applicable to your life, make it make sense for you in your life, and, and perhaps that's you as an individual, or you and your partner, or you and your family. Um, and the philosophy is meant to really be like a one or two paragraph statement that helps guide you in your path moving forward. So it's really sort of the 30,000 foot view and the bigger picture. And the contract, on the other hand, it offers more concrete and action, actionable ways to put your philosophy to work in your day-to-day life. So. When you combine those two, um, they really support you in your pursuit of wellness in the digital age. And in particular, if you find that you've gotten a little lost, you're uncertain about your path, you can return to the philosophy or return to the contract to help guide your decisions um, so that they align with your values moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. Great synopsis. I think it's a great point, too, that, you know, it's, it's it's not purely a work, it's not purely kind of a research book and not purely a workbook, but sort of a, you know, it's a mostly a reading a reading book yeah. but with action items like things to hold you accountable so again so there's some people listening that might be like well I know that sounds like a little too deep of a dive for me to do the contract but it's an option if you want to do it yeah um, and there's there's some good narrative in the book too as Sebastian mentioned a lot of this is from our our personal um, journey you know our our challenges our successes when it comes to healthy um, boundaries with technology, getting outside, and just overall wellness in the digital age. So we share a lot of a lot of those trial and error moments as well. Totes, my goats. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, we're super pumped uh, to put it out there. Exciting times. It's great to it's great to be you know on the other side. Be working. We've been working on this <laughs> yeah. for so long now to have the physical. We have. I don't know if you can hear this, but those are the pages. <laughs> those are the pages. We have the physical copy in our hands now for the first time, which is very exciting. Yeah. Um, and so I want to just, we'll, we'll wrap up with, um, keep an eye out for, you know, today. What's today? We're uh, Wednesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. What are we doing? <laughs> um, but between now and the National Day of Unplugging, which is March 5th, 2021, uh, we're going to have some opportunities to win signed copies of our book. So keep an eye out for that. That's going to be, we're going to give a heads up for that on our newsletter, website, some social media stuff. Um, so definitely keep an eye out on that. And that'll do it for this episode of the Nature Unplugged podcast. You can find our episodes on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, basically anywhere you want to find your podcast, you can find it. Uh, we are now on YouTube as well. Um, we would love it if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, it helps us a ton. Be sure and check out www.natureunplugged.com for more information on our our coaching, workshops, presentations, 
and future retreats. Um, and that's where you can also find more detailed show notes there on the website. Uh, you just click free resources, then click podcasts, and you're in. So thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Book launch March 1st, 2021. We Woo! will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Like seasons out of our control If you think you should go I will let you go